Hello and welcome to the SKY Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for people who are experiencing chronic fatigue syndrome and want to improve their quality of life, to regain their health and to feel like themselves again. I'm a chronic fatigue coach and I want to help you start taking action to live the life you want to live. I keep my podcast short, sweet and helpful as I know energy is limited when it comes to CFS. If at any point you are interested in my coaching service, you can find out more information at www.sunkissedyoga.co.uk. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today I am going to be telling you how to stop people pleasing and how to put yourself first. And I'm so, so keen to do this podcast today because I think it's a huge barrier for a lot of people suffering with CFS in regards to staying stuck in symptoms, having very high anxiety, and also, interestingly, people-pleasing is a key factor in what causes CFS in the first place. Not the only thing, but it's one of the common personality traits in people who eventually get diagnosed with CFS. So having a people-pleaser personality means a person feels a strong need to please others, even at their own expense. Basically, their wants and needs don't matter in comparison to other people. And in general, we are all people-pleasers to some extent. Everyone, whether you have CFS or not, is a people pleaser because we all want to be accepted and liked. That's a normal part of being human. And it feels nice when we please others, right? However, it becomes an issue when, like I said, it comes at the expense of yourself. Whether that's your emotional boundaries or your health boundaries, personal values or finances, people pleasing leads you to give up your boundaries in order to please others. Some examples might be uh, like you don't want to go out to an event because you know it's going to be draining and perhaps a bit of a fake environment, but you say yes and you go because you just don't want to say no. You don't want to appear antisocial or rude or you don't want people to dislike you. So instead of doing what you know is right for you and your energy, you ignore your own intuition and you go and you probably feel worse for it. Another example is um, your, say your partner wants to go camping. You hate camping, but to please them, you go. You cheat yourself and you probably come back feeling like a sack of shit. (laughs) These are quite like generic and obvious examples, but people pleasing can be quite subtle too. And you might find that you're so used to it that you don't even know you're doing it. Like you don't have much awareness around your people pleasing. You might find it hard to say no, or do you find it hard to, or do you find yourself always apologising and justifying your choices? Like you find it hard to stick by your choices. Maybe you have quite a low opinion of yourself and struggle to be authentic in your ideas and ways of wanting to live your life. And I say that because people pleasing comes from a place of wanting acceptance and to be liked, and wanting to fit in. And that comes from a place of low self-worth, always. Because you believe that by being authentically you, and being true to yourself, 
and upholding your boundaries, that's going to make people dislike you or even abandon you. And it could be fear of rejection, maybe from something that's happened in your past. While it's normal to want to feel liked, it's not realistic to expect everyone you come across in your life to like you. It just isn't going to happen. Once you have boundaries and uphold those boundaries, it's likely that a lot of people will fight that and make you feel very selfish. But that's only because they are so used to you not having boundaries. Like, oh, all of a sudden you can say no. And people try to challenge that. And when you're changing, it feels quite threatening because that means they can't drain your energy anymore. And it can really be quite intimidating, especially if those other people don't have good boundaries in themselves. It's kind of like, wow, you're so confident in yourself now and what you need in life that you can actually make the choices to put yourself first and stick by it. But I've never been able to do that. But instead of saying that to you, they'll probably just act like an asshole and make you feel guilty for putting yourself first. Let me tell you now, good riddance to those people. If people around you can't respect your boundaries, then they are not meant to be in your life. They don't want what's best for you and they don't want you to succeed. When you start to put boundaries into place and reduce your people-pleasing tendencies, I'm willing to bet you're going to feel a little lonely or at least like you're losing people in your life. I know I definitely did. But by doing this, you're creating space for new people in your life and they won't come immediately because that's not how the world works. You have to stay consistent with things that are going to be worthwhile, delayed gratification. So over time, as you stay consistent with your boundaries, you will attract the right kind of people into your life who also respect those boundaries Because that's what they know and like you for in the first place. They like you for being authentically you. When you stop people-pleasing and giving everything to be accepted, you get to live true to yourself. Which means anyone you do meet will like you for exactly that reason. We please people to fit in, right? But what humans need is actually belonging, not changing yourself to fit into something where you will never even feel good because you're pretending to be someone that you're not. Fitting in and belonging are two very different things. And this is something I actually learned from Brené Brown, whose podcast is amazing. We always say that we want to fit in. We want to be part of the group, you know, especially growing up. We want to fit into the group or fit into the family or the social status, whatever it is. But by fitting in, it means you have to dull the best parts of yourself to be vanilla, to be average. And let's be honest, nobody absolutely loves vanilla. We all think it's mediocre, but we would much rather have a mint choc chip or something a bit bolder. Because even if you don't love the flavour, you at least respect it for being uniquely itself, right? I'm not sure, I'm not sure if the ice cream analogy works so well, but I hope you understand what I'm saying here and can apply it to yourself. 
it's better to uphold your boundaries, reduce people pleasing and accept that you're not going to be liked by everyone you meet. But if you like yourself, then it literally does not matter. You won't even waste energy thinking about it. And it can't steal that energy that it's literally draining from you every single day. Like you won't even, because you have such a high regard for yourself, you won't bother wasting your energy on stuff like that. And the reason this is so relevant to CFS is because you're giving so much energy to worrying about what other people think, how to keep other people happy, that you don't protect yourself first. And that inevitably leads to burnout of your mind, body and nervous system. And over time, that leads to CFS. That's why you're in the situation you're in, at least a small part of it. And when you have CFS, when you've had that diagnosis, it will keep you stuck. Because people pleasers have, like I said at the start, have higher anxiety. Because they're so preoccupied with how other people are feeling and perceiving them. And of course, when it comes to recovery, anxiety management and stress reduction are vital to allow your nervous system space to heal and rewire. And having boundaries with CFS recovery is like non-negotiable. You have to have them and you have to uphold them. When your health is in pieces, you have no choice but to put yourself first. How are you going to give others your time and energy if you're completely drained and empty? You cannot pour from an empty cup. It's an old saying but it's a good one. You can't pour from an empty cup. And I'm willing to bet that you can resonate with that if you have CFS at the minute. If you truly want to give to others, then you need to be the best version of yourself first before you can give them anything. Otherwise, it just isn't possible. And if you do try and give to others when you're not feeling full, you will be giving them a shitty, grumpy, in pain, half-assed version of yourself, right? So you think you're doing them a favour by breaking your boundaries, trying to please them. Well, you're not. You're simply making yourself worse and showing them the worst of you. It's quite important to get to the root of your people-pleasing in order to change it. You can't just say, yeah, I'm going to change. You need to have some understanding around why you do it. Why do you believe you can't put yourself first? Why can't you set and uphold boundaries? Why do you believe you're not worthy of acceptance? Why do you fear rejection just by being yourself? What's so wrong with yourself? It's quite a lot to delve into. It can be quite heavy. And it comes back to breaking limiting beliefs. And these beliefs have likely been set very early in your life. So it will take a lot of digging to get to the root of them. But I promise you, if you intend to recover and stay recovered from CFS, then it is imperative you learn how to protect your own energy without guilt, might I add. (laughs) And that is, that's a process to work through. One that I work through with my own clients because somebody who doesn't know their worth will always put their needs last, meaning they will be the ones to get sick time and time again and are likely to stay stuck in um, the ups and downs of CFS. I think it's slightly ironic, actually, how people pleasers are 
more likely to get CFS. And when they do, it's literally a people pleaser's worst nightmare. Because, I mean, it's everyone's worst nightmare, but for a people pleaser, it's like extra worse. Because when you have CFS, you literally cannot please anyone anymore. And it's kind of like the world knew you were doing it. You were constantly giving away too much energy. And it feels like it's punishing you by making it impossible now. Now you just can't please anyone because you've overdone it. That's how I felt for sure. (laughs) And it kind of, I mean, it sucks. But this is a lesson, like there is a huge lesson in there. And you have to take some responsibility to now understand why you were doing it in the first place and then restore a healthy balance of giving and receiving and being in that healthy state of balance with your nervous system. And that comes from having a high self-worth. This is why feelings of failure, guilt and shame come with CFS quite commonly, especially if you have high family commitments or you're a type A personality and you just want to go, go, go all the time. You want to achieve, you know, education, career success, sports success. You are always wanting to uh, prove to other people that you can do things and prove to yourself as well. That was definitely something I really resonated with when I first went into hospital. I was like so overwhelmed that I couldn't keep doing all the things that I wanted to do. It made me feel like a huge failure. It made me feel like everyone else was going to think I'd failed. When realistically, like honestly with myself, I don't think anyone cared. Like obviously my family were around me wanting me to get better. But in my head, I felt like a failure. And like, I don't know, the world was going to just end because I couldn't keep trying to please others and prove myself when it's literally was all in my head. And going through recovery... I had a lot of therapy. Um, I had a lot of processes that I worked through and I'm going to go into this in a minute, but I've basically done a complete 180 from who I was before CFS to who I am now. And I promise you, I feel so much more in alignment with my values and what I want in life now and just better than even before I got started to get sick with CFS. So I'll finish with saying that to get out of this, to get out of your CFS, you will have to change your toxic personality habits. And to do that, you have to know your worth. And this is why I use a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy and yoga therapy with my clients, because there's so much that goes on beneath the surface that if you don't get sorted then stuff like pacing and brain retraining and supplements and all the rest of it is never going to work because you haven't got the basics right first. It does work eventually, all those things, but you have to have the right beliefs and mindsets prior. Otherwise, you're never going to stay consistent and you're just going to go down the route of burning yourself out again, whether it's in a few weeks, months or even like a few decades down the line, you're going to stay stuck in the same cycle. When you do get through this, you will be completely different to the human you are now and have been previous to CFS. And your life will have changed for the better. It will be so much more beautiful than it was before because the skills you learn in recovery will translate and be useful in your life every single day. I now view 
my own CFS as honestly one of the best things that ever happened to me. It made me confront my people pleasing, my past traumas, emotional hookups and self-sabotaging behaviours that you all have if you're listening to this, you do. And I can now say happily no in any situation without feeling guilty. Even if it upsets someone, I'm like, that's okay because I'm doing the right thing for me and how I want to live my life. And I'm sorry that you're feeling upset. Like I, I feel temporarily bad that someone else is upset, but I don't let it drain my energy. All I have to do is remind myself that I'm doing the right thing for me and I'm completely okay with it. And you will experience this too. You just need to be proactive in your approach and take responsibility for your personality traits, which is much easier said than done, but so worth your while and absolutely doable. I know I said I was wrapping this up, but I actually want to finish with a quote from Vex King, one of my favourite writers. And I think it's really, really relevant to people pleasing and upholding boundaries. So the quote is, when you quit a job that doesn't recognise your value, when you leave the person who takes you for granted, and when you move away from the city that doesn't support your growth, you must also let go of the parts of you that tolerated the suffering. Otherwise, you risk recreating the same circumstances. So if you start now, after listening to this, to implement boundaries and work on your people-pleasing, I want you to know that you're probably going to feel quite uncomfortable. Like, if you're not used to doing it, it feels uncomfortable. It can even feel slightly wrong. And that's because you're changing and growing, and sometimes growth isn't always comfortable. You will know in your gut if you're, like the boundaries you set are right for you. And if you know that they are supporting where you want to go in life, i.e. recovery, if that means you have to say no to more things than you normally would, then that is the right thing for you. And that means it's the right thing for everyone else as well. Like, get okay with feeling uncomfortable. And the more you can implement setting your boundaries, reducing your people pleasing, the easier it's going to get. And you'll notice so much of your energy comes back with that as well. I promise you. So if you don't take anything else from this podcast, just take away that implementing boundaries and protecting your own peace first is going to be how you get to recovery faster. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you feel like you could use some support and practical advice on how to recover from chronic fatigue syndrome, then I am always happy to have a chat. You can find me on Instagram at SKY underscore coaching underscore.